to go. Cosmonaut gives them a start. Uh, let's see, back behind them, Kuda Kalari and uh, also Cosmonaut. Perfect Pex is last. Up around the turn, Al Mindoro is swinging for home narrowly from Lion Tamer. Yulundi on the outside. Lion Tamer claims the lead now, swinging for home. Rekindled interest is into the clear. Digital Fortress is running on. Yulalone is on the outside. Retrieved back near the inside under pressure. Lion Tamer raced away from them early. Uh, he raced about two or three Lion Tamer. From Rekindled Interest, Digital Fortress now retrieves, picking up, but Lion Tamer's away with a long lead. 300 left to go. He's three or four in front of Rekindled Interest retrieve and Digital Fortress. Lion Tamer past the 200. He's five lengths in front. Lion Tamer for Huey Bowman. He's got it parceled up. Lion Tamer racing right away. He'll win the derby by about six lengths and a lovely pose for the photo. Getting up for second, Precedo flashed home and grabbed it ahead of retrieve. Digital Fortress ran fourth. A break rekindled interest tied and then El Mindoro. Lion Tamer winning the 2010 edition of the uh, Victorian derby. You plucked that from nowhere. I just picked that out of nowhere. I think that was Hugh Bowman's first one. It might have been the logic when I thought of that one. Yes. Uh, it is Derby Day. It is the beginning of the biggest week in uh, Australian racing, I suppose. Yeah, it's a beauty. Uh, in mainstream media, anyway. It's uh, Cup Week. So yes. for Pro Group Racing, we are here on Show Us Your Tips to preview all of it. We'll be here three times this week to run through Derby Day tomorrow. Um, one of the biggest days of racing, as we said. Uh, the Cup Day on Sunday evening, we'll be doing our Cup program. And uh, we'll have previews, of course, for Oaks Day and also the final day, which has just eluded me. Um, what used to be the mine? That's this week. Emirates. Emirates, yeah, the uh, McKinnon, the old yeah. McKinnon, that's the one. Uh, so, yeah, we usually see a few horses back up out of the cup into that. And, yep. But that's for uh, that's a long way away. It's a lot of form away, and we're going to kick off this week, though. Uh, just quickly, though, uh, you were shooting the lights out on Wednesday. Oh, how good was it? Kenzo, you were flying. Yeah, so. on a day that I was uh, not overly confident in. Um, came off uh, Seem, better than expected. Seems to be our best days when we just sort of uh, <laughs> yeah. tread warily, but... So maybe that's an indication. Maybe we yeah, anyone on the right track would have been uh, yeah uh, so, stashed, stocked up for tomorrow. Yeah, plenty to find there. And uh, my best value snippy's got home at ten dollars. Got yeah. out ten dollars, so that was a nice well done, big fella. Nice result there as well. So uh, again, nothing out of Bendigo Cup we really need to talk about. I don't nah. think heading into Cup Week. So apart from having a bit more money in the wallet for tomorrow, let's kick off. We're going to start at Flemington again with the main event. Yep. Uh, from all reports, a good, perfect track, good for at the moment. A little bit, of, a few showers around, very little irrigation. Rail in the true should play as Flemington does at its best. Nothing and like we just saw with Lion Tamer. No, nothing along the uh, no heavy tens there, <laughs> ploughing through the through the mud. Uh, and then the plan, I believe, is to go into the two or three meter mark for the Cup day, as it generally happens. But um, as we always do on Cup week, we kick off with the Carbine Club Stakes over the mile for the three year olds. And uh, do you want to lead away here? Have you had a look at this race? Yeah, I'm happy to lead away here, uh, Daggy. Look, um, the favourite Acer looks to be certainly the one that jumps out and hard to beat. Probably a little bit skinnier than I thought yeah, it I would so. be. Um, just a little bit better than even money. Um, but it's formed this preparation. has been pretty good. Um, ran home very well last start. Finished uh, like a shot out of a gun behind... Ole Kirk, which is pretty good form for a race like this. Um, we'll sit just off the pace and probably be really hard to beat um, and have this last shot at them. Probably the main danger for me is in danger. Mm. danger feels like a Flemington horse, doesn't it? Yeah, like it's it just does. Got around, barely felt like it got around Mooney Valley and uh, Caulfield. 
And yes, um, but still, it took a bit of winding up at Mooney Valley and probably only, you know, hit its straps later in the race. And certainly, last start was a good win at Caulfield, even though it didn't look overly suited there either. Um, so, I think that's probably the main danger. Yeah, I'm going to make a case for Crosshaven though. Uh, I did sit three wide on pace in the in the Guineas. Uh, started did start short shorter than Acer. Acer beat at home, but had obviously the better run there. I thought it was quite brave in the end, uh, grinding home. And softer lead here, I think I think they're entitled to be close in the markets also. I just feel too short even money. For yeah, yeah, yeah. That's silly price. Um I'd rather back take five dollars each way about Crosshaven than Acer in the first, but I absolutely respect that as well. Into the wakeful for the girls now, the two thousand metres final lead up to the Oaks. Um very open race. We see a few come through the Thousand Guineas form line, a few come through Sydney and Melbourne as well. Uh, I'm going to make a case, though, for Salto Angel. It's $14, uh, has had the run over the 2,000 metres, had no luck when Pensado came back into its face at Flemington, uh, had to get around hills and still ground ham quite well to chase down, I believe it was Chica. Was it the Chica Fuerte race? It was. Um, and I think $14 is a crazy price. So happy to bet each way race to number six, Salto Angel, and definitely respecting the others at the top of the market. How about yourself? Yeah, I thought this was a really open affair uh, with plenty of chances in here. You could have the pick of 10 and still probably not find the winner. Um, I've settled on agreeable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought I – th- I just think this race is right up its alley. I think the step out to the 2,000 metres now will will suit it. Um, it's got back in its races and, and ran home okay, but uh, certainly like the way it finished – um, last start, I think it's a it's a really good chance. The big track will suit, and this is the type of race it could win. So for me, uh, race two, number four, agreeable at, at each way odds. Yep. Inside gates in these staying uh, mares or fillies races, uh, when they're all getting out to a, a staying trip for the first time, uh, can be invaluable as well. So gate one there, as people know, isn't something I generally look for, but uh, is probably a tick in this case. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about it a bit throughout the day because the, the form seems to go through all of it. The the thousand guineas odium, you're saying that's good form. So yeah, I am saying that's yeah, good form. Um, I tend to agree, I'll, and we'll talk about that. It does come up, I think, in three races. Yes, they're through. So, uh, and as a result, obviously, you got to respect personal. Um, again, probably a little bit short, but uh, I've, I think at these sort of trips, I really like. You, I think you've got to go away from from the uh, sharper horses. Yeah, that's right. I, I certainly agree with that. Uh, personal, again, decent form of, of late, but um, just finding it hard to win. The 1,200-metre tab stakes is the third of the day. Uh, interesting little fair. First time we see the straight for Cup Week. And one of yours, Octane, is in action. Are you, are you sticking with it? I am going to stick with Octane. I think the the straight course at Flemington uh, will really suit mm. again Octane. Uh, it's a horse with a very powerful finish. Uh, straight line speed is is very good. And it just gives it plenty of chance to wind up and produce that scintillating finish that it does have. This is not a strong race uh, by all accounts. and She gets that high head carriage, and I think the straight will suit. Yeah. If you notice the last two, which obviously the form's good through dirty work, or I've at least said so. Um, she seems to get a head up a yep. lot when she's when she's between horses, and in, I think her best win was down the straight where she was able to just uh, get to the outside fence and yes. power home. So I think that's a tick. Um, only danger just, for me. Just oh. the distance. 
Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, out to twelve hundred now. Has had two starts on twelve hundred and uh, has done nothing on both of them. But so mm. that's probably the only concern for me. Uh, I think she's the obvious. The my best result in day will probably be a uh, Coruscate though. I think it's flying nine dollars yeah. or nine dollars still. Yeah, ten. Um, I think it's a good bet because I think a few of these uh, are making up numbers. And probably the third pick there is the Fresh Blade Jowski, but um, I think it's pretty much a two-horse race at least, so I'll play the play the third. The Hotham is the fourth race over the 2,500 metres for the last ticket into the Melbourne Cup. Yeah. And I don't imagine there's any Melbourne Cup horses here. Um, so I am going to forgive sound from last week when it was absolutely stopped in its tracks. Yep. Had nothing. Still, once it got out, found the line well, and this race stinks. The rest of this race we know well enough. Um, the, uh, so while at $9. While, while you say it stinks, I think there's a lot of horses that are very close in ability in this race. Yeah, so I'm looking for one that I think is better. And then if – obviously then if Ashwin takes a natural improvement out of Geelong Cup, it uh, is good enough to beat most of these as well. So, But I think $9 sound for me – Jamie Carr on as well. Yeah, um, I was disappointed last start because I did back sound and I thought it was going to be right in the race. Yeah, um, and then did get stopped. Just in got it. Absolutely stopped. It, it was going. It was going really, really good. Um, so backing and backing that up certainly got to be one of the hardest to beats. But you can make a pretty good case for a number of these. Uh, Shabao in this field, it stuck on pretty well last start. Um, Needs to lead. It need, yeah, I think maybe, to be a chance here. Maybe needs just to seems lead. Like a uh, you know, big jockey change, yeah. Yeah, big jockey change um, and should be at peak fitness now and certainly they're going to want to get it into the cup. Yeah. Um, Ash Run, well, it's probably a little bit disappointing. Um, fourth, it did seem to be doing its best work late. Yeah, it covered ground and took it, a long time to wind up. Yeah, it took a long time to wind up and then it started to wind up on the line and I, I remember watching the race and going, ooh, might back that next start, but yeah, 61 improvement. is is a certainly a concern for me, and that's probably what will let me out. The actual horse that I'll probably back with sound is Admire Robson. Okay. Uh, I, I saw it's accepted uh, at Adelaide too, so I don't know. Yeah, so I there. don't know if it's going to do that. Yeah, but, but, um, but um, yeah, finish your story. Yeah. Settled well back uh, first up uh, at Mooney Valley and finished off okay, and then last start didn't have a lot of luck um, at, at a key stage when it was going for its run and it was in through that same race as Persan and Sound and was only two lengths away from him um, at Flemington. So I think this horse is, you know, it's probably the horse I'll back and I'll probably save on Sound purely. I just think Admire Robson is ready to run his best race. If you get Group 1 bossy, uh, which it is Derby Day, yep. that's a tick as well. There's a, there's a big, big gap between Group 1 bossy and... Kensington Wednesday bossy, and uh, if he's ready to go here, he might. Yeah, just uh, pull in the weights also. Sure. Definitely. Um, I like three three and a half kilos off sound and five off Ashrung. Yeah. I think you made a good case there. Into rolling threes quite quickly for a big card. Uh, the Empire Rose, the first of the group ones of the day for the Phillies and Mares. Over the mile, um, as I mentioned, we see uh, Odium and a couple come through the three year old races. And then we uh, we see Mystic Journey, who returned to a best last start. Uh, do you want to kick off here, or should I make the first case? Uh, I'm happy to kick off. Yeah. Interesting market. 
Yes. So you've got two horses around the $4 mark and then the next horse jumps out to 13 bucks. Yep. But then all the rest of them, you know, are 13, 13, 14, 14, 17, 17. So lots – it's actually a really good betting race if you, mm. if you look at it that way because you can you – can, if you like Odium or Mystique Journey, you can back one of those and then play on – one or two others and still the, still get a good result. I think the stadium's got to start, doesn't it? Yeah. The market will balance that out. I think you get better for both as it gets closer to – I can't see either jumping clear favourite, but I think you might get better than $4 for both. Yeah, so do I. Um, as we get closer to jumps time, especially in the year closer to 100% markets. Yep. Um, yeah, so who do you think? So uh, I am going to go with Odium. I yep. thought the 1,000 guineas form was really good, as we just touched upon. Uh, it was a it was a fast-run race, and it, it uh, presented at the right time and won – um, in nice fashion, but I, I think it may get a similar opportunity here. It's drawn well. It's got absolutely nothing on its back, 49 kilos. Um, so most of these are giving it seven and eight kilos. Look, that's a big that's a big pull in the weights uh, for a horse that is flying at the moment, uh, won the last couple on the way up. Certainly the way f- to go for me. Um, playing around that, uh, Madame Rouge caught me off guard last start. I had been backing it. It's broken. And um, then mile. They did write, write it quietly and, yeah. it, and it got the chockies last start. So that's certainly. Miles are interesting. Like I, the way it hit the line, I know I, I can't see it winning over a mile, but nah, me either. it did probably put his best effort. So I just, I just touched on that. So no. the, the other, the other horse that I don't mind is Chalet or Shalot or however you want to say it. Shalo. Shalo. Let's go with that. Go Shalo. Okay. Shalo. I think Shalo's a massive chance in this race. Absolutely. Um, very good first up. There was nothing wrong with it. Second up run. Again, um, if you haven't caught on by now, I do like backing horses third up. And it certainly looks like it's um, drawn and should get a decent run in this race. Uh, I'm quite keen on that to run well as yeah. well. Uh, I'm with you. Same two horses. Uh, Odium went like a jet, I thought. Uh, Daring right. Beautiful draw here to sit where he wants. Uh, Joe McNeil's no issue down at 49. And I think Shalo's a massive chance too. It, it, you, you will get, as long as you're getting better than $10, because you know at the top of the straight's going to be last. Uh, even from gate four, I think they're going to just try and wheel it out to the middle of the track. Declan Bates will keep it simple. But um, if you're looking for a big finisher to give you a thrill, uh, I think she'll finish in the finish. And whether she's good enough to get there is, we'll, we'll find out. But they're the two I will be backing. Yep. Mystic Journey, unfortunately, knocked me out of my perfect jewel uh, all up last time, but it looks like she's back to her best and is probably next best and pretty brazen will probably go in the early quaddy. What about something like Forbidden Love? Um, yeah. Down from Sydney, 49 kilos. Dean Yandel's good. Probably good leads. Form. I'd say goes forward and leads. I think it's a long straight to lead all the way home yep. at Flemington. Uh, I'm saying not quite A grade. I'm right. saying Odium, uh, just a little bit of – oh, is a better horse, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah me too. But just that length below. Uh, but Cameron, well, they it, uh, they don't win a lot, but Philly's always run really well in this race. Yeah. And it all oh, look, at $4 a place, you can have worse bets than that. Um, what's – what I disagree with the market, um, the toy is done. The market's about right. Yeah, it looks good. Uh, nothing else – under the same logic, yeah, Chica Fuerte can run well. That sort of middle 
top half of the field doesn't interest me in the slightest. Yeah, perfect. So um, you can uh, probably play around with those three to f- and probably have Forbidden Love in for a place or your first fours if you're so inclined. Yep. Let's kick off the quaddy with the Coolmore Stud Sacks. This is an interesting race. This is a, a race you could create a create whatever sort it's a cracker, of really, isn't it? opinion you really wanted to and um, I couldn't disagree with you. I think this is just a, a ripping race. It is ripping race. Um, I am going to tip, though, uh, I'm going to tip Anders. I'm going to say uh, up the straight, now get – it was a crazy race last last time. It was a three-horse race, but um, was attacked probably three times and then the last horse standing one gets a soft – I think, ironically, in a soft – in a bigger field gets a softer time leading. I can see Anders potentially going to one fence and Farnham going to the other. They look like the two pace horses drawn on either side of the track. Um and around $10, I think it's a great bet here. Uh, Farnan's the interesting one. I don't know. I was saying it was done. Um, still thinking, sticking that, but I'm terrified that it may not be done. <laughs> um, and then September, It's a bit like that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. And then September runs, obviously, a, a super straight track horse. The time she's running stacks up well enough. And um, is he'll probably try and sit on Farnan's back. Um, but, like, interesting to see what Glenn Fiddick does. Freshened up, throat surgery, uh, obviously ranting beat Anders last start. Um, I want to say Wild Rule is the gap in the market that I don't want to do with. It's mm. taking up um, a percentage that I want to play against. And each way Anders, uh, on a grand final day, we talked about SP in the lead up and into a grand final. It has all the feels of um, classic legend. Like a short price lead up got beat. Now goes to Grand Final Dave, better for the run. Uh, I'm thinking this might be time to play here for Anders. Around nine dollars is my starting point. How about you? How did you end up uh, stacking him up? Well, I didn't go for Anders because I'm just trying to stack up the previous wins that it's had prior to Caulfield. I, yep. I was so disappointed with it last start. Um, while yes, it was a three horse race and it was an interestingly run race, it had. Look, it wasn't pressured overly bad. And the horse that beat it sat three wide the whole way, pressured it, went back, pressured it. Like, I would have expected Anders to find a bit more in the straight. Mm. Um, And it's got to go a little bit further here, 1,200. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be able to sit there and, you know, the the two starts at one by three and four lengths, it just controlled the pace and the others weren't even interested in chasing. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's a fine argument. Obviously, Old Kirk and Peltzer. Peltzer was obviously looking for a 1,600 metre race, which we saw last week. Same as Old Kirk. And Old Old Kirk was the same. So they were happy to go around and be dragged around the track by a a speedy... uh, Yeah, yeah, definitely. ...sprinter. So I'm not convinced Anders is the way that I want to to go. Uh, Farnan... You're 100% correct. It's hard to get a bit of a line on there. Mm. But, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. I'm not so convinced. So I've come down to September run and swats that. I think the straight track suits both of those horses. Um, I think they'll sit off the pace. They'll both produce their run at the same time. They've both got similar form around each other. Um, It just depends who puts the best foot forward and maybe gets that little bit of cover. Um, Earlier in the race, I'm going purely for September run, thinking that you might want to be on the outside and it might just yeah. come come down the outside. But I can't, you know. Clever, um, not interesting prep in that they've just kept it straight to the right to the straight. Obviously, worked out she goes like a jet up the straight, and yeah. she, she used to run well. Yeah, 
Yep, so that that's that's where I'll be playing in in those team mm-hmm. too, and certainly for me, ranting is the knockout choice. Definitely, the way, the way that it ran last start, I think um, maybe just found its mojo and could be also finishing um, pretty strongly at the end. And, and I'm saying where the when Doubtland ducked and weaved and did come from behind to to do that couple of starts back, ranting was on the other side of the track, and I don't think saw no. like the last the, the ambush at the end. Yes, and, uh, and I'll probably get twenty to one. Uh, what are we getting now? 15. Yeah, I think so. Probably on the fair, you'll get bucks, I think so. And it's. I won't be losing if it wins. Um, so I, th- I think that's a very good analysis there. Uh, the rest, anything, yeah, the rest are bits and pieces, but I think you can probably, are we just saying that that Doubtland win a couple of back was a wet track sort of yeah. fluke? And you can obviously tie Wild Ruler and uh, Doubtland together as well off last start. Let's head into the feature of the day, the uh, VRC Derby. Uh, three-year-old boys, well, not boys, they both can run it, but not many girls do, for uh, the a group one over 2,400 metres. Again, super interesting favourite. Um, I'll ask you the question, Would do you want to back it off its prep? <laughs> and I'll, say, I'll tell you before I give you the answer, my answer is no, but what do you think? Look... I think it's – they obviously scratched last start because of the, yeah, the track. There, there is that that they, if they thought they had to run, they could have. Yes, but, but obviously they're happy enough with how it's going at home yeah. to feel that they could skip that run and still have a horse yeah. um, ready for, for this race. Look, on face value, I do want to back it purely because I just think it's two runs have been too good. Mm-hmm. And – I don't know that this is an overly strong derby. Um, well, so the, the form's all there, isn't it? The rest yeah. of the form's all tied together. and, and It's there. all tied together. It's not outstanding. It's a bit all over the shop. You know, you if you're going – when you're looking at some of the other things to back to beat it, you just – you know, the bottom half a dozen, you, you could probably almost put a line through. Um, there's probably only five, four or five in the market – that you'd actually even want to play with and you're actually just guessing as to whether they'll run the distance as well, yeah. just the same as young Werther. Yeah. Um, Cherry Tortini was very good last start. thought that was a really impressive run. I, I, I did too. I felt like it 2000 was – it wouldn't have wanted another 100 metres. No. I know it, did, it was a looping run against a biased, allegedly, all that sort of thing. Yeah. I want to go away from Cherry here. Yeah, me um, too. And and I, so, yeah. I think I questioned. I, I backed it last week um, after the scratchings. Yep. Because um, it wasn't something so that I, I tipped. But when, and and because of the state of the track, because mm. there was a bit of sting out of the ground. Yep. I thought it, what it, which may it, well be the key. It looks the key to it as probably well. Probably do here. The, yep. the second horse was certainly taking ground off it at the end. Um, and I was a bit concerned last week that two thousand was. Too long for it's, it. I think it's a. I think I mentioned good, that. I think it's a good run on Myler. Yeah. So that you've just got to put a massive question mark on yep. here, um, and then looking for something else outside of that. That's why I just kept coming back to Young Werther, just going really four dollars. It's probably it's probably a reason. It's probably a reasonable price to take on the proviso. Yeah. That you probably think it is the best horse in the race, and I know they did it. It's on fitness. They got Russian Camelot to Adelaide to win that off a same sort of awful prep. Yep. Um, and no, Danny O'Brien's fine. He's, he's probably the, uh, the top trainer in Victoria at the moment, really. Yeah. Um, so the only danger for me outside of Young Werther 
I was looking around this and I thought, let's crack a deal. Could be a horse um, Absolutely. with a bit of potential. Um, so Young Werther, I'll just put the water I'll pour on it, is that it's now third start, first prep, the 2,400. 2,500. 2,500, I should say. Um, three weeks between runs into four weeks between runs. Tremendous training if you really do it, but um, I don't want to – that's it. If it gets that six bucks, you've probably got to. But yeah. uh, right now, I couldn't see his favourite. So I thought Lex Caracadil sat outside lead in the lead up. Um, started short, uh, shortest in the lead up. Sat outside lead, worked real hard the whole way. Bursu and Jest was grabbed on the line. Um, in admittedly, a blanket finish. But um, just saying for the runner, we better now. And the uh, which young weather has as well the uh, the NZ. Suffolk there um, is always a tick, which a lot of them do have. Uh, I like the run of Redwood Shadow through the same thing. Um, obviously, Alvarado's been the horse out of those two races with the that's won and, and had the flashing light. But um, probably my best result, if, I, if for the sake of having a tip, uh, let's crack it. The old tip this week. Uh, I'm putting Wasaka in a derby at six in a derby in the quaddy at sixties, just in case all these do fall over. It looks like a real stayer to me. So- so I know we go talk about the third start for Young Werther, but it would have only been starting in this with its fourth start. Yeah, I know, but so does the one extra start that a horse like Redwood Shadow or you know Let's Crack a Deal or those make all that diff- much difference? Uh, to me, it does. And, maybe, maybe. and the gap between runs, and I'm not but, saying you're wrong. But they but train they train horses differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'll right. be, I'll, there's we a very do, good chance use, that I'll you, I'll be wrong on uh, four o'clock tomorrow afternoon. You know, some of the some of the internationals that come here haven't had a start for yeah, and that's dogs. completely different. And that's and it's funny because it's almost like with Ash Run, I'm almost saying the two runs in a week are negative because yes. they tend to space their runs out over. The, and I'm, I'm almost thinking, and then to go two days into a Melbourne Cup, that to me for an international horse. Isn't how anything I'd want to be involved with. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, but it's just the way I've always approached it, using the, the I guess, pearls through the Sydney form analysts I follow and have yes. learnt from, and uh, that's just the way I did the race. Yeah. I have an opinion. I just think horses are trained a bit more. Absolutely. And, and especially, and, and uh, Darren Weir changed it, and I know Danny O'Brien now with the beach yeah. has changed. Kieran Ma, they – It just doesn't lot, make A lot sense. more beach work, a lot more It doesn't swimming. make sense to me that um, an international horse – cannot start in three months and come here and win a 3,200 oh, and, and our own and same as, ones can't, I don't know. Yeah, no, 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 that's right. Uh, and I think that whole mentality is changing through Lloyd Wims, yeah. what he's done, and um, you can be 100% right. Bruska? Yeah, Bruska doing the same thing, and that's where I'll bag, uh, so, uh, spoilers, I'll be bagging Surprise Baby as well on yeah. on uh, Sunday. But um, I, I know what you're saying. It's just the way I've approached well, it. Well, depending on how young Werther goes, we could shit can that. And- well, and um, it's already been shown when we do get the Melbourne Cup that um, needing to run here is a complete fallacy because yeah. they, well, they the used, last three winners are all first up. You used to have to run on the Saturday to win the Cup. Yeah, so the no, times are changing. Time. They haven't, they, you know, 20 years ago they didn't used to train, train out of a beach either. No, that's right. And so, you, yeah, you're right. Uh, if you're taking opinion, I'm not no means bagging the talent of the horse. I think it's probably the best talent. It's just... My brain screams at me, doesn't make sense. Uh, anything else? That's about it. Ah, moving on. Yeah, cool. Um, so, so the answer we probably did, uh, to quickly sum up, Beaver's keen on the favourite and yes. uh, I'm going to probably be backing Let's Crack a Deal and uh, and Redwood Shadow. All right, the eighth, the Cantala, the third group one of the day, this time over the mile, uh, following on from the Turak a couple of weeks ago. 
very interesting race. Are you taking the Mr. Quickie win at face value? Well, it was pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, but it did, again, drew the perfect barrier, got the perfect run. Yeah. Completely different uh, equation here. It's got to go 16. It's got to find a spot or go back. Yeah. So it's got to, it's got to reverse uh, what it did last start. So it did have a big... Um yeah, softish run along the Had a good soft run and the pace was perfect and it had everything go to suits. So I'm not sure it's going to get the same same luck. Yep. Uh, what about Buffalo River? Uh, not for me. Okay. I uh, just don't know that it can probably sit on the pace and lead all the way here. It feels, over a mile, it feels like a long straight, doesn't it? Yeah. I, mean, ten, I just can't see him coming a length clear into the top of that spend and... I mean, I could if it's absolute rails, but I think something's going to run it down. Do you, do you have the answer to who's actually going to run it down? Or I'm going to speculating. I'm speculating, um, but I'm going to go for 50 stars. Okay. Yeah, right. Again, um, gone back to my third up form, but I thought uh, last start was pretty good. It was wide, um, finished hard, and was a pretty good run. Ran really well in this race last year. Yeah. So I suspect they've set that for for here. Um, I like it when you find one at double figures. Yeah, so around $12. Um, look, I think this is a pretty open race. There's lots of chances in the race. I'm happy to have 50 stars. I think uh, non-conformist is a really good chance. Yeah. Thought it ran really well last start. Again, well-weighted, uh, drawn well enough to, to produce at the right time. Mr. Quickie's not without a chance, and um, even Rock could run a good race. I really wanted to find King's Legacy here. I really wanted to um, find some a reason to back it, but it just was pretty average in the court in the guineas. Uh, I thought three-year-old uh, to the mile, but it's now had a mile run and just ground home. Uh, I thought, yeah, G-Boss, 51 kilos, which I'm uh, I'm not a huge weight guy, but tends to be – they know they can target these races with that. So I think he's primed here, 20 to 1. I'll probably still have something on it, but the horse might not be with us. Um, beyond that, I, I'm taking – oh, and, I, and if Junipal gets a run, if it's 20s as well, I can, yeah. I can back Junipal. Well, I was just going to say that, Junipal, $27. Yeah. Uh, he was $4 favourite against yeah, these horses last right. start. Uh, and – I think, yeah, they're the two I'd probably have my best result on, really. Juniper and King's Legacy. I really, uh, Buffalo River's a horse I, I find a lot, but um, now tied to Mr. Quickie and, um, yeah, just feels a long straight to lead is, is, my, is my concern there. So, yeah, without really stamping one of them, I'll, I'll be specking at 20s, um, probably the 16 and the 18. Yep. Nice one. And let's finish the day uh, maybe a little bit simpler, maybe not, with the Furphy Sprint, the Group 3 up the straight, 1,100 metres for the girls. Um, the rematch of uh, California Zimbal and Fatus with Diamond Effort thrown in. Uh, is your girl going to win this? I think so. Diamond Effort? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, I've gone, I've gone for Diamond Effort, as you know. It's mm-hmm. a horse that I, I back a lot and have a high regard for. Again, I thought it was super unlucky... Um, to get nutted last start at Caulfield. Um, Dirty Work just had the the sit and sprint down the outside. I think Dirty Work's form was pretty – it was solid in the Mooney Valley race. I'm saying Diamond Effort's run in that race was 
better than Octane's. So yes, if you like was. Octane um, earlier, yeah, hundred percent was. Um, then you've got to. So be impressed here. Yeah, um, certainly we know it goes okay down the track. Uh, this at uh, this track, uh, distance suits um, track and distance. It's one. Uh, drawn well enough in the eights, should get the sit behind the pace here. Um, yeah, it's going to be really, really, really hard to beat at Flemington. Uh, we've got a couple other. I think it's a good race. Yeah, it's a ripper. I think it's a really good race. Uh, bless her, has outstanding straight track form. Yep. Um, so you could, you'd have to, you'd have to um, give it a huge chance. Look, nothing wrong with the way Fatus ran last start. It's. It probably California Zimba. I'm saying Zimba has Fatus covered off that. You are. Yeah, I think so. Uh, she just looked like she was chasing I, I too thought, far out from I me. I thought the pace in California Zimba on a track that I thought you had to be on pace, Maybe. and I think Fatus had to sit a bit closer mm-hmm. than it would have liked to, purely because of the, the state of the track. Yep. And sat on its back, and then it took. So gate what, one, you, Fatus goes back. You think and. And yeah. Actually, Craig Williams is really good at timing, going back in a straight race and timing his run. I so, actually, so maybe that I actually suits. Flipped. I thought okay. Fatusa's no. run was better than California Zimbabwe, yeah. given the state of the track and yeah. how the race was run. Uh, no, I'm I'm going with Zimbabwe. Um, outside gate, I like. Uh, I think this race will be generally they sort of waddle up the straight for the first 500, so it'll suit Zimbabwe um, from Diamond Effort. And I thought Fiesta flew last time. And um, is flying this prep. Yeah. So, bless her, has been one I've, I've found quite early on and has been with all the way through, so she goes into Cordy. So, uh, for me, number four, California Zimbal, uh, terrified of diamond effort. Any final thoughts? No, that's good for me. All right, cool. Uh, I'm in charge of the Derby Cordy this week, which means you're in charge of the Melbourne Cup Cordy, so oh. no pressure, eh? No or, or should that be a team effort? No. <laughs> <laughs> you got no idea. No, that's fair enough. Good, listen to this. Um, <laughs> early quite only paid 15 grand last week. Uh, we are going wide though, so 50 bucks is going to get you about 8% of this. Uh, but Derby Day quarties can can be big, can be juicy. Uh, Give me a first leg one, four, five, six, seven, and 14. Second leg one, two, four, five, six, eight, 13. Home with two, 13. Oh, 2, 13, and 16 into 2, 3, 4, 8, and 12. As I said, about 8%, 8% but uh, hopefully that's 8% of um, several thousand. Uh, do you want to have a go as well, do you? No, no, no. Uh, you're just having a look at what you've done. Yeah, no, that's good. Cool. You went, you went very skinny in the third leg. Yeah, I've, uh, I'm now scared of 50 stars, but like I also want to have a ticket. <laughs> so, um, yeah, because I, I like your argument, 50 stars. I could probably skinny out. And, and the thing is, this is, I say it a bit, like I could take a second quarter with maybe Young Werther one out, you know what I mean? And and, uh, and and just and do the same thing for five bucks and cover that. Um, yeah, interesting. My best of the day, I struggle to really stand, but best. I don't know my best sound, $8.50. And my value is going to be uh, race four, number five, sound. And my value is going to be Salto Angel at 14 bucks. Race two, number six. Are you stamping a couple for us, Beaver? I, more confidence in me. I am going to go my best bet of the day as race three, number nine, Octane. Um, and my value bet is race two, number four, Agreeable. Very good. I'm um, exciting. I'm excited for uh, for tomorrow. It's a, a day. Yeah, it's going to be. We get to play. You get to play wide in a lot of races, and you need to find a couple of winners, and you have a good, even a fat day. Yeah. 
Uh, Progroup Racing, don't forget to jump onto their website, check out their stories. Um, they've got plenty of uh, historical stuff up there. There's some exciting form guides coming, as well as to uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Give us a, some comments, give us some feedback, and Spotify and iTunes and SoundCloud. And anywhere you want to find podcasts is where you can find us if you want to listen to us in the car or wherever you might be, uh, walking the dog. Um should we look at Sydney now? Yeah, let's have a crack through at Sydney. So uh, it is at Rose Hill, the $7.5 million Golden Eagle. And uh, it's actually turned out to be quite an interesting race. Uh, there has been – there was a lot of rain earlier in the week. Very nice day in Western Sydney today. Uh, it's beautiful I'm, out the back, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's great. Uh, I'm treating – it's still heavy eight. I'm treating it as – Heavy eight, probably not heavy ten, which I thought it might have been. Um, so we're going to kick off in the second, the fourteen hundred meter benchmark seventy two, where I'm pretty keen that um, the Enchanted Heart, coming off the midweek win at the Kenzo, can run well here. Uh, was going okay up until then, but finally got some luck, and I thought it was pretty dominant against Promotions, who was a horse we, I was spruiking at the time. Yes. And uh, you know, it's effectively a Wednesday race. Uh, I'm saying Fortune Seek absolutely won the Lotto last start. Uh, Perfect Radiance has been a horse that's been spruiked, um, and but essentially, I, I just think uh, Enchanted Heart might be here to run really well. Um, and I couldn't think find so it to too. beat it. I think so too. I think the only concern with Enchanted Heart for me is it's probably weighted up to its best mm. with sixty kgs against um, some of the horses lower down in the weight that are in the market, sitting around the fifty-two mark. So it's got to give eight kilos. Uh, to some of those horses uh, but with Nash aboard uh, it's drawn well enough I think it's probably clearly the best horse in this race and could be the hardest to beat yeah the two heavy wins it is three from two and heavy the two of them have come at Tari and Dubbo but uh, in the provincial championship final actually was one of the runs of the race it came up right up the fence you know yep. worst part of the track and uh, and grand home pretty well um, so for me um, and Nash is stuck with it over uh, Ellsberg, who at Huey Road on debut. So, yeah, so I'm going to kick off $4 winner there in a second, hopefully. Enchanted Heart. The third of the day is a 1,200-metre fillies and mares, benchmark 78. And you have – you're going to go with the Baker horse, I believe. Or oh, you don't like the race? No, I don't like the race. Um, we keen on McCrory, if it had been in. Yeah, I was. Can't really waste our breath on it. But uh, yeah, I was keen on it. Just notice it's come out. Yes. Um, I think the top two of the – Two in the market to beat here, Intrepidatious and Sagalis. Sagalis is flying. Intrepidatious um, is out too, I think. Oh, is it? Sagalis is moral then. There you go. Is it really? Yeah. It is too. Okay, Sagalis, you're still getting 4 or 60. Sagalis, uh, very soft. I know it was behind chat, but it just uh, never got out. Bowman was quite soft on the line. Uh, good wet track form and Tom Sherry taking some weight off. Yep. I think we'll run well in the third. Yep, hard to find anything else, I think. Yeah. In the fourth, over the 1,900 metres, though, the Fujitsu Handicap. Fujitsu? This is a, actually an interesting race because there's some horses on the up here. Um, are you sticking with your girl here? I'm going to. There's only two chances. Um, the two that finish near each other? No. I, I oh, Nimalee's out. And Kerwin's Lane. Nimalee's out. So Nimalee will race in race The last six. one, sorry, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. go for the, the, the bigger prize money. Yep. Um, so I think there's only two chances here. Uh, the 11 and the 5. Uh, both will get back in the field and finish pretty hard. Uh, Arcana, I just have been on the last two starts. Kerwin's Lane, just the last start. I think Arcana's drawn slightly better in gate 5, even though Kerwin's Lane will probably come from last. 
um, gets three kilos pulling the weight, and I think that may be telling at the telling at the end. Uh, Akana was pretty unlucky last start. Thought it should have won. Yeah, um, Kerwin's saying best win was uh, nineteen hundred meters in the wet. Um, but I'm going to go with Arcana too this time. I like uh, what's that? Half the price of Contessa two weeks back, beat at home. Now Nash goes on, drawn uh, a little bit softer. I think in racing New South Wales maps had it third defence, fall back defence. Uh, and I think, uh, and its best win was in a wet as well, one debut when it um, just stormed down the outside. So, yeah, I think t- for me, Arcana is a starting point and. Probably save her on Kerwin's lane as well. Yep. Contessa, Contessa does have the two placings behind Colette in the heavy, um, but there's a very, very long tail yep. after that. Okay. Race five, the 1,100-meter uh, sprint, another 78 race here. We see Black Magnum out of the, the hot bopper race, uh, who obviously franked that form last week. I'm going to actually... Tip, uh, where are we here? I'm going to tip Moe's crown. I really like the trial. I like the, uh, first of all, trial trialed behind um, Eduardo, when Eduardo went round and flew, then trialed again and won quite nicely. Uh, good wet track form. Beat Stolen Jade in its trial. I think it won yesterday. Or I think you're right. Yeah, and before, like I said before, that was the, the hot Eduardo trial. Yep. Um, I like the Josh Josh Parr, and I like Gate Eleven. By this time, I think they're going to be coming down the outside. And does uh, it, does did go out a winner on the heavy in front of Atlantic King, who ran quite well the other day as well. Um, so for me, around ten dollars, uh, Mo's Crown. Uh, McCrew is in this race. Are you, yes. are you having something on her? Absolutely. Uh, for me, a uh, very good pointer that they've gone for this race uh, rather than the the, the race earlier. Look. It's had four starts, three wins, but it's one at this track, one at this distance and track, uh, one, two out of two in the soft and one out of one in the heavy. Yeah. Um, it's all all points towards this horse. Trials um, are fine. Yeah, and I think the only time it was beaten, it was four lengths behind Rothfire in a group one. Yeah. Um, and just going through the form again, it beat Wild Ruler. Yeah, wet. a lot of ticks for it. Um, and Jason Collett's a tremendous wet track jockey. Yeah. So, yeah, can see you're liking there. Uh, I, I really like the trials of Amblieve as well. Um, it's $26, but that was more for last Wednesday than this race. Yeah, and I think, you know, if you have a look, um, its first trial was two lengths in a barrier trial behind Written Beauty, which went one in Sydney went to Melbourne and won like a good horse. Yeah. I'm probably – will that start Cup Day or uh, – There is a Phillies race. I want to say it's either Cup Day or the Saturday. Or Saturday, yeah. Yeah. I think that's when broke we'll the track. It. I think it broke the track record at the Valley. Yeah. It was it was a good win. Yeah. Um, and then ran second behind Namja in its last barrier trial. So yeah. I, I think this, this seems pretty That's a horse to – what about that? Namja hasn't raced yet. Yeah. That went like a jet in those barrier trials. Um, put in your black books, everyone. Namja, it's a hawk's horse, I think. Yeah. Um, no, very good. Uh, are you saying black magnum? No, in the wet. No. Nah. Or no, in general. Just not. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's get to the quaddy. All right. The Rose Hill Cup. Well, this is an exciting race for you, Beaver. Oh, blown away. <laughs> Can't uh, wait. I for want it. to lie down after this. Yeah. <laughs> um, Actually, no, I, that's it. I, I think I found the winner. Half a million bucks for this race. Yeah, I know. Um, it? And guess what? Nothing that finished behind Fun Fact two weeks ago can win, so I was able to pen all of them. Uh, Wugok will get smashed because 
ever, it's the best right. wet tracker in the probably in the state, uh, but is, hasn't been going that good. That said, it is Waller, so he could have just been waiting for this race or waiting for a wet track. Yeah. But for me, Nimalee's flying. So Nimalee was easy to find here. I like the uh, inside gate. I think they'll be fanning a little bit this stage. I like Jake, they said Jason Collett. And um, everything else, like I said, that finished behind, fun fact, or came through that think it over uh, race, I don't want anything to do with. So that leaves Nimalee and, yeah, that leaves Nimalee now because – uh, we've lost the other couple. Yeah. Any thoughts? Yeah, probably probably the same, mate. Again, just don't like the race. Um, yeah, they'll go to the bar at this stage. But yeah, cool. at $4, Emily yeah. looks, um, again, looks probably the obvious choice in a pretty... It's had no luck or prep effect. either. Finally draws an inside gate, which may not be the day to do it. Well, for half a million bucks and they're running it in this, they're probably... Matthew Smith's probably thinking... It's Merry Christmas. Exactly. Uh, and it's it's just been strapped wide every start this prep. So yep. uh, the lead up to the feature, the Yes, Yes, Yes Stakes. This is a million dollar race as well, isn't it? Something ridiculous. Something like yeah, million dollar race. Uh, 1,300 metres. I don't know if there's any, I think it must be the only million dollar 1,300 metre race in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think what other, other over 1,300 metre races. Yeah, I don't think BCT so. Cup's 1,350. You know, I'm going to spend too much time something doesn't exist. Are you with Zetra? Or are you saying 1,300 might be a bridge too far? I think it's it's hard to get a bit of a line um, mm. in Zetra with regard to this. I mean, 1,200 uh, ran well last start in the uh, the Everest. So you would kind of think that this would suit. Um, certainly looks to be the best horse here. Mm. Uh, Eduardo, I wouldn't think, could run the distance. Yeah, what about Eduardo? Nash tick, uh, wet track tick, gate one, maybe not at this stage. Um, 1,300, 200 too long. And 200 too long. Every tick, and I just went, no, I can't run 1,300. So that was interesting there. Um, Yeah, sorry, carry on. Yeah, and then it was really hard. You know, Dame Giselle just didn't. It's just too far for it last start. Um, I think I think three odd Philly James Giselle's. I've had enough. Like I've got the money out of Dame Giselle for this prep. Yeah, I think I was going to say the same. I just don't know that it'll come back after that. Deprive. I thought um, wasn't wasn't the worst run in the world last start, but it wasn't an overly good field. No. Um, yeah. But maybe maybe that was just second up syndrome, and it'll be further improved. So I wouldn't I wouldn't put a line through deprive. Uh, Mr. Seawolf, not for me. Imaging, man of peace, and so on, so on. I just can't. I can't. So I'm trying to. I'm trying to. To me, find all something. it leaves is it leaves G Char and Hortbury on her and deprive who has I and deprive Hort's yeah. uh, two from two in a soft and uh, has won twice at the uh, fourteenth. So distance should be an issue. Was a really under really good run in the Everest. I thought. Yeah. Um, I can't say, uh, yeah, why not? I'll tip a hope on her on top from G-Tra because That's probably what reasons. I'll do, just, just and purely price. Yeah. I think Nine Gate, hope on her will probably come and sit behind Eduardo. Yeah. Um, G-Tra's got to get across, get in. Um, so I think... Or come from last. And or come from last. And I don't know, just not sure with the 1300. So I'm sort of, I think at the, I think at, in the 200, Hort Brown Hur will be looking to hit the front. Yeah. And you'll be just looking for one of these out of the box to come past it. Unless the Everest has toasted both of them, I think they're the two that fight at the finish. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I sum that up pretty well. The Golden Eagle, seven and a half million for this race. Over 1,500 metres, so it's probably the richest uh, 1,500 metre race in Australia as well. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, cracking field of four-year-olds. Uh, really interesting race. Race I want to play in, a race I don't want to back any of the favourites in. Um, I can give you notes on most runners because I made them, but do you want to actually give a yeah. tip first? Go, 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 go. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll pen you as you go. No, no, because I want to pen all the favourites. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. Alligator blood gone. Brandon blood gone. So uh, stuff in the top. Fun stars favourite. Oh, fun star. We'll go in market order. Yeah. Can win. Don't want to back it. Yeah. Gate twenty two. Yeah. I don't want to back twenty two. But Waller grand final seven half million dollar race. Probably bigger target than the Everest. Wet's a tick. Go on. Um, Colette won the leader. Colette obviously flies into wet. They reckon it's a wet tracker. They're super excited this week. Yeah. Don't know if it's with us. Um, so alligator blood, not with us. We know you don't like yep, it. Done. Sierra Sioux. Sierra Sioux flu. Yes, I will be on it. Uh, Nash on uh, Nash riding fifty five and a half is interesting. Um, it flew at Flemington that day. That was a great, was a great ride. win. Yeah, um, I really like it. Um, with uh, yeah, okay, on. Um, Ice bath flew last. Like it was the win of the day last week. Ice yeah. bath, quick backup. Obviously loves a wet. Can back it, yes. Uh, so the horses. Oh, and um, Riadini out of the finish, finish lodge alongside Funstar is now three times the price. Gets Avdala from Winona Coston. Yes, twenty to one. Gets Avdala uh, has trailed since and uh, two from two and a soft New Zealand mare will love the wet. So I want to just like, the easiest way for me to sum up here is I don't want to be in the market. The five I can back at silly prices. Um, people probably won't like me saying this, but in lieu of a tip, this is the horses I'll probably be winning on. Riadini at twenty to one, Windstorm twenty six dollars, Crydearis at twenties, Emeralds thirty four dollars, Sierra Sue ten dollars, and Ice Bath are all sixteen. I'll be playing the race in a manner where if any of them can't say any, I'll probably narrow that down a bit more. But my best results probably going to be Riadini, uh, Windstorm, and Sierra Sue. Yeah. Uh, but I'll be going – you can get a field and a quarter here and I think you can get a result if you are so inclined. But, yeah, they're the ones yeah, it's for me. Tricky. I'm not looking forward to the quarter. Um, <laughs> no. Um, what about I'm, yourself, having having just uh, prognosticated all that? What do you think? Look, I don't think you're f- far from the mark um, in regards to the way the market is being assessed here. I certainly leaning to Sierra Sioux as well. I think, again, it gets, to draw, it gets drawn on the fence. I think um, – They've got a bit of an opinion of this horse, and to bring it to Sydney yeah. for a race like this uh, suggests that. And the fact they got Nash for a $7 million race suggests they've either engaged him a long time ago yeah, or he's gone looking for the ride. Because so, he's first picked jockey, surely, with Jay McNaughty. So, again, uh, certainly certainly keen to play that at the $10 mark. Ice Bath, again, I thought was a cracking run last start. And to back up again here, I yeah. think, again, at the $10 mark is worth a play. And I certainly won't let Creadiris get under my guard yeah. at around the $25 mark. Again, stepping up in class here, but the last few runs have just not been yeah. races that suited and it's still run um, outstandingly well. Again, backing up, drawn 10, it's going to get wide. Uh, That's okay. It's going to get back in the field. It should get cover in a field of 20. But it should get cover here. And If it was dry, I, could, I would also entertain Dawn Passage. Yeah. And Bottega. Bottega's but, the other one that you might get 30s and... 
but they're the three. They're the three that I'll be playing around at ten dollars, ten dollars, and twenty five dollars. And I think, you know, you may even get a little bit better on yeah. the day. Yep. So that's that's my. I'm that's excited my because it's. I mean, yeah, I'm looking <laughs> it could be. A bit, I could be wrong, but like I could have three easy bets here at thirties and probably be very comfortable at least about one of them. Yep. With two hundred to go, um, so. I know people probably watching just for us to stamp a horse might be disappointed, but back three of those ones each way, and I think you'll get a result. Uh, very good. Glad you read it that way because I was waiting for you to – I don't know what I was expecting from you there. Um, let's finish the day, hopefully, with some money after Alligator Blood wins by four. Um, <laughs> with the ninth, uh, benchmark 78. Uh, 1,400 metres. I'm going to finish a day for winner. I think it's the cattle win. I think uh, it's flying. Uh, wet's okay. Uh, probably, yeah, just got nabbed by Cryodirus last time, uh, and I think there's no Cryodirus here. Uh, a few of the other chances that would be in the market are all dry trackers, in my opinion. I'll just check the scratchings. It's got form around good horses, hasn't it? That's Cryodirus, right. a theory. Yep. Um, and... Crystal Breeze. Yeah. So they're the two for me. If I was going to throw some into the quaddy, it would be the two hawk, uh, the two um, Friedman horses at big prices, Greek Hero and Elaborate. Yep. But uh, pretty keen just to yeah, back the cat. Hopefully that day I've uh, had my fill from the race before and uh, can crack a beer. Yeah, I've only come down to two horses, the cat and Fender. Yeah. Um, I thought Fender's, while it's only ran um, – Seventh in its last two starts, it was in big fields. Uh, ran a couple of lengths behind its me last start, which isn't um, all that bad of form. And prior to that, behind uh, Wild Planet and Funstar, um, yep. so only a couple of lengths behind those. And prior to that, um, yeah, trialed very well. The racing New South Wales map has it crossing and sitting outside lead. I think it might even push on and lead this Yeah, race. which will suit and has good wet fall. So it's had uh, three starts on rain-affected grounds and won them all. Yeah. Um, so not without a show. Very good. Uh, it ended up being an exciting day. A bit of an interesting finish to the day anyway, we'll say, at Rose Hill. Um, a couple of those big money races, uh, reasonable fields. Um I'll make I will make my best of the day at Rose Hill, Nimalee, and my value of the day and uh, as a cat as well as the other one I'm quite pretty keen on actually. Uh, and my value will be Mo's Crown uh, in race five. Your Quaddy Beaver at the Rose Hill track Hang and on a sec. oh, what do you got? My best. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. All right, I was going to say your Quaddy and your best and value. Go on the other way. Go best your best and value. value. All right, and, 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 and give us your, your big quaddy. So my best of the day is race five, number 12, Makura. Um, going head to head there. And my value bet of the day comes up in race eight, number 16, Sierra Sue. Good. $10. Yep. And – How are you playing this quaddy? The quaddy – oh, hitting hope, mate. Yeah, a, bit no, like, a bit like your batting. Exactly. Um, I've got hope. no idea in the first leg. Literally no idea. Um, but I'm going to go – Three, four, ten. Mm-hmm. Um, no hope on her. She. No, that's in the second leg. Oh, okay. Yeah. In the second leg, I am going to go one, twelve, one, eight, twelve. 
in the third leg, uh, which is really, really wide uh, and really difficult. I'm going to go number six, nine, ten, thirteen, sixteen, eighteen. Love it. Good. You love an eighteen in the quarter, don't you? Yeah, it's the big numbers. And then in the last leg, I'm going to go number one, six, and fifteen. Good. Very good, mate. Uh, Hopefully. Yeah, well, I'll tell you about uh, quarter past five tomorrow if you're very good. Yeah, uh, no I had a look at Adelaide, but uh, a lot of sh- all the ones I was keen on were really short, and I didn't want to really I did, do that. Yeah. Did you think at Gold Coast? Or yeah? I did. Not Gold Coast. Durban, sorry. Durban. I did have two. You, uh, you, you nailed all three the other day. I know. So. Yeah. I've got race six, number one, the Haverian. It's just flying. Yep. It's just good horse, about $2.60. And then my other one came up in race nine, number seven, Prospectus, at the $3.50 mark. Good stuff. Late in the day. Um, excellent. Give us a give us some feedback. Subscribe to us on YouTube, Facebook, on both our page, Progret Racing, and show us your tips. Spotify, iTunes. Check out the Pro, 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 Pro Group Racing website. That's what I'm looking for there. Plenty of good stuff going on there. Uh, apart from that, mate, enjoy Derby Day. Good luck tomorrow. You too. Good luck and, to the uh, punters. Good luck to everyone at home. We'll uh, speak to you, well, very soon. Bring on a cup week, eh? Ciao for now.